Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode on the Bodies Have Bad Days 2 podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you listening in. This podcast is kind of just me verbalizing all of my thoughts. There really isn't any like method to the madness. Each week is just going to be a topic about, you know, things that we all experience in our daily lives, but nobody really just, nobody verbalizes anything about it. So that's what I'm here for. I'm going to speak all of our minds. (laughs) For those of you who don't know me, my name is Crystal Pereira, and I will be your host of the Bodies Have Bad Days 2 podcast. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. This is the first episode, so bear with me. Um you know, can only go up from here, but yeah, I just thank you guys all for being here, being supportive, and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Thanks. All right, we're just going to get right into it. Today's first episode is going to be advice that I wish I had received sooner in life. So I think the main one that I feel like is has been drilled into our brain since we were little is that you date to marry. And I'm not necessarily saying that there's anything wrong with this idea, with this concept. Um, I know I have been told this as a child, as a young woman, um, that you're dating to find a potential soulmate. While that is 100% true, I mean, I hope that one day you date someone and they do become your soulmate, or you date someone and they do become the person that you spend the rest of your life with, I don't necessarily think that in every relationship you choose to be in, Do you have to feel the pressure of this person is going to be the person that I'm going to marry? And this is something that I had to learn somewhat the hard way because I feel like whenever I found myself getting into relationships, I went into it with the idea that, oh, this is the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, We're going to have kids together. We're going to have a family together. And I started to change the way I went about things. And... What I mean by that is I would start to excuse certain behaviors that ordinarily I wouldn't have excused. Um, And that's just because in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is my person. I found my person. And, you know, each couple, each relationship goes through a lot of work. You know, you have a lot of patience, forgiveness, yada, yada, yada. However, the thing that got me into trouble is I was excusing behaviors so early on because I had drilled the idea into my head that I'm dating this person because I'm going to marry them. And I think that's where it becomes tricky um, because in that sense, for me, had I just thought like I'm dating this person to learn about them, to learn about myself, um, just for more life experiences, for memories, I probably would have reinforced my boundaries earlier on and had either left the relationship Or just, you know, said, you know what, this isn't serving me anymore um, and moved on. But because I had this notion in my mind to date, to marry, I put so much added pressure on myself that really wasn't needed in this situation. And I think that that's something that a lot of young women out there do because it has been so engraved in our mind to date, to marry and like dating around just to date kind of has like a negative connotation behind it. And I'm going to challenge you guys to try and be open-minded and try and see it as something that could be useful. 
for me, I know now, like, I, and I wish I had known this sooner, that I want to date for experience. I want to date to meet new people. I want to date to see what I really want in a relationship because at the end of the day, the one that is going to be the one, I want to make sure that I'm fully prepared for it. I know and I feel comfortable establishing my boundaries with this person. And unless you're extremely lucky, and don't get me wrong, there are people who are extremely lucky and go them, you are going to have to kind of practice this type of like self-love almost in different relationships because each relationship is not going to necessarily be the same and from each relationship like for me for each of my past relationships I have learned something so monumental that is applied to the next relationship and you apply it to the next relationship you live and you learn and you learn something new from that one and you apply it to the next and eventually you'll find someone who does meet all your expectations respects all your boundaries Um, You add value to their life, they add value to your life, and all of that would have been worth it. So the first piece of advice that I wish I had received sooner was you don't need to date to marry. And I hope that all of your guys are taking this with a grain of salt because I am no relationship expert. I only just live and learn through my own personal experiences, which granted is a lot. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is a lot of experience. Um, But that is one thing that I feel like a lot more people should feel comfortable practicing, especially in our um, young day and age. (laughs) I'm only 20. Um, A lot of you out there are still in your younger 20s, mid 20s, even even in mid 20s. I feel like you have so much life to live. Don't put so much pressure on yourself, at least on your dating life. All right. So the next piece of advice that I wish I had received sooner is your 20s are for exploring. Now, this one is huge, especially if you are, you know, 19, 20, 21, young 20s. Um, This is so important because I feel like this is not stressed enough because everyone has this, like, idea that they're going to go to high school, go to college if college is for you, and after college, you start your life and you know you have to have your whole life put together. You yourself have to know what you want, what you want to do. And this is just so unrealistic, I feel like. Your 20s are the perfect time in your life to explore, explore new places, new people, like your sexuality. It's just explore in general and don't put so much pressure on yourself to have it all figured out. If you think about it, When you're in your 20s, you're maybe a fourth through your life. And a lot of the time, you aren't going to know what you want to do. You aren't going to know who you want to spend the rest of your life with. You aren't going to know where you want to live, what job you want to have. And this is such a beautiful thing to me, not knowing and just sitting in the uncertainty. And don't get me wrong, I also struggle with the anxiety of uncertainty. But what I have learned is if you embrace the uncertainty, so much beautiful things will happen. And I know that from my personal experiences and in my life, the moments where I was so unsure of what was going to happen to me ended up being the most eventful, funny, like memorable moments of my life. So don't take that for granted. The 20s are still so young. I don't know why everyone thinks being like 27, 28, 29, that that is all of a sudden old. 
even if you're in your early 30s, you are still so young. Like it's you're not you're not supposed to have it all figured out and you're not supposed to be perfect. So go live life, be a little messy, learn from your experiences, and then I'm sure eventually you'll have everything figured out, you'll end up where you're meant to be and life is just going to be so much better because at the end of the day, you are only given one life. And if you don't live that one life to the fullest, I don't know what to tell you, man. And that sounds very cliche. And I know you're probably all like shaking your heads right now. Like, come on, man. Like, we've been known that. But at the same time, like, it's just so important to actually embrace the fact that we are only here once. So, once again, do what you want with that information. Not saying that you have to do some drastic, like, backpack around Europe. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying live a little, do something new try something new and if you hate it you hate it but hey at least you tried and then if you love it even better like that's amazing for you but yeah try something new in your 20s you know live a little so this next piece of advice is one that i actually received pretty recently and it was from a family friend of mine and i for those of you who don't know me am actually going to be graduating from college in december and so, you know, I'm going to be out in the real world and that was causing me a lot of stress and anxiety because I'm someone who has a lot of aspirations, we'll call it that. And I just expected that after college, I literally needed to be at that point already. And something that this family friend reminded me is that out of college, you shouldn't have necessarily your dream job. And if you do already, great. If you have your dream job in college, I'm so happy for you. But for like the vast majority of people, you aren't going to get to that dream job until like five to ten years after college. And that's what's so important to remember is that when you're applying for jobs or when you're looking at the job market of things that you want to do, after college, after you graduate, it can be so scary, so overwhelming, so confusing because it's like you think, oh, I have my degree now. I should be able to go straight to being a manager in my in my case or straight to being like an advisor, or supervisor. And that might not necessarily be the case. It can be if you have some work experience, but for a lot of people, that's not the case. And something that I wish I had known sooner is you don't have to have or you don't have to ingrain in your brain that you need that dream job right out of college. Start small. Start in like a smaller position. If you really want to work for a certain company, look at that company, look at the jobs that they have to offer and find something that you think you're interested in and work your way up. If you work hard enough day in and day out, someone is going to notice and eventually you'll work your way up into that company and you'll get that dream job. So what I'm just saying is you don't have to graduate and have your dream job aligned. And I know that's kind of misleading because it's like, well, what's the whole point of college if I'm not going to leave and like have this job that I've wanted or do the things that I wanted to do? And it can be annoying because now you're like, okay, starting at the bottom, going to have to work my way up. But that honestly to me is so much more fulfilling knowing that you did all of the work and you are putting in the effort and the hours and the time and the energy 
and eventually you will get to that spot. So for some of you, this may already be known. For others, not so much. But for some, for some of you that think like me and put a lot of stress and anxiety on being at that place right after college, I'm letting you know, friend to friend, don't worry about it. Five to ten years, that's when you want to get there. And that sounds like a lot of time because ten years is basically like half of the life I've lived right now. And so thinking 10 years down the road now is just like, I can't even fathom what that must be like or what that's going to be like for me. So like I said, take this with a grain of salt. I tried to live very carefree and just do me and like, you know, whatever happens, happens. I'm a, it is what it is type of person to a T. And so I don't like to stress over things that I don't have control over because I do love being in control so if I can't be in control about it I try not to stress over anything so yeah that's that's that okay next one investing in yourself is not selfish I'm gonna say that again for the people in the back because y'all need to hear this one if you haven't been listening listen right now investing in yourself is not selfish Okay, for the people pleasers like me, for the people who just feel the need to fix everyone else's problems and save everyone from their own, like, anxiety and stress, stop. You have to stop. And I know how hard that is because I do this on the daily. Like, I'm not just talking out of my ass if you will on this one this one i know for a fact because it's me it's literally me and i just want you all to know that if you gave yourself like a quarter of the energy that you give everybody else in your life you will notice a huge amount of change happen in your own life and this is the crazy thing to me because i always thought that like i can't take care of myself unless everyone else around me was taken care of because I valued all my friends, my family, relationships, just people that I cared about, even people that I didn't necessarily even know. Like, I'm the type of person that if you have a five-minute conversation with me, all of a sudden I can, like, I can tell you your parents' names, your siblings' names, where you're from, where you grew up, your pets' names if you have anything. Like, I'm just that type of girl, I guess, that, like, people feel comfortable sharing things with and that can become a huge burden if you're not careful because you start to internalize all of these other issues and all of these people's problems and you don't save any time or energy for yourself and so what I will advise you on this one is to do the opposite focus on yourself first make sure you're good you're taken care of So that way, when people are sharing these things with you, you don't necessarily internalize them. You take them at the surface level, take it in as what it is, and then you can help them out and analyze it, but it doesn't consume you. Because something that I've learned hard way again is when you allow everyone else's problems to take precedent over your own, you're going to be a mess. And it's, gonna, it's going to eventually catch up to you. And as much as we all like to think, you know, 
I'm strong. Like I've been through a lot. Like I just want to help this friend out. I just want to, I just want to be someone that they can confide in. Great. I'm not telling you to just tell all of your friends F you guys and focusing on myself. I'm just saying if you spent a smidge amount of energy on yourself that you give other people, you will feel a lot better. And that's not easy to do. It's easier said than done, especially for the people like me who have this innate nature to want to fix everything and (laughs) fix people. It's really hard and it'll take massive amounts of focus and practice to get good at it. But I just want to reinforce the fact that putting yourself first is not selfish. You don't have to put yourself last to be a selfless person. And that's so important because you're not going to be any use unless you you yourself are taken care of. And I saw this happening to me when friends would come to me and like ask me for advice, just need to like vent and all of that. And I was so consumed with fixing them that at the end of the day, I just was drained. Like I was so emotionally unavailable I had no social battery and all of the things that I loved and I wanted to do I would just didn't have the energy for anymore and that's not okay because while I'm trying to help everyone else no one is living my life if that makes sense like the life of Crystal is not being lived because she is trying to help everybody else around her and that's the same for you as well like while you're trying to fix everything else Who's living your life? Who is experiencing the memories? Who is making you happy? And so if you just flip that switch or turn that table around and you invest in you, you are going to be so much happier and you're going to have even more love to give other people because you're taking care of yourself now. And I don't want to sound like someone who's like screw everyone else like me first that's not it self-love is not selfish and i think that sometimes it can sound selfish because you do have to re-establish your priorities and boundaries with other people but at the end of the day just remind yourself who is living my life when i'm trying to fix everyone else's because at the end of the day like i said earlier you only have one life to live And the sad truth is you're not going to live a very fulfilled life if you're trying to fix everyone else's because that also just creates codependency and that's a whole other issue that maybe we can get in another day if you always want to talk about that. But live your life for you and invest in yourself. It's not selfish. I'm telling you now, start small, start just putting setting teeny tiny boundaries and eventually it will come and then eventually you'll feel a lot better a lot more confident secure um, positive all of these changes will help you and then you'll be able to help even more people because you'll be full first fill your cup up first before you go and pour into everyone else's all right investing in yourself is not selfish All right, ladies and gents, this next one is a very, very harsh truth. And it's simply that nobody cares. And take that how you want it. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is nobody cares. And this is something 
that I wish people drilled into my head earlier because I was always so obsessed with what other people thought. And it is just human nature. It is part of going through puberty, being a teenager, being in high school. Everything around you depends on what people are thinking, like what's cool, what's weird, what what do I need to do to be like popular? What are the popular kids wearing? What are they doing? And at the end of the day, I can't tell you a time in high school where like if I were to show up literally like a mess, an absolute wreck, which I did a lot of the time, or if I were to like beat my face, snatch my eyebrows, like eyeliner, makeup, lipstick, hair done, if I were to do either or, it was very rare that people would even notice. Because especially in high school, and if you're listening to this and you're in high school, everyone's obsessed with themselves. Like, in the best way possible, but also the worst way possible, everyone only cares about themselves. And that's something that, like, you don't really realize until you're out of this environment, out of the situation. But everyone's obsessed with themselves. And, like, low-key as they should be like you know like if you're not gonna love yourself nobody else will but people don't really care what you're doing people don't really care if you like have a weird habit or want to do something that sounds crazy to the outside world crazy with quotation marks because i feel like that's a that's a word that shouldn't necessarily be used anyways i don't think that a lot of people realize this until later in life because the opinion of others start to hold less and less value. But for my younger audience out there, just remind yourself that nobody really cares. Do what you want. If all of your friends or all of like the cool kids are going to a party but you don't want to go, don't go. Because maybe a, a month... Or a year from now. Nobody's going to remember that you didn't go to that party. Even if they give you shit about it now. Or even if they like give you yeah, shit about it. Honestly, in high school, a month from now, nobody will remember you didn't go to that party. So do what you want. Do what makes you happy. And if the haters have something to say about it. Because they're always going to be haters. I'm not saying that like nobody's going to hate on you in in your life. People are going to hate regardless so like if people are gonna hate regardless wouldn't you rather do something that makes you happy like at the end of the day if you (laughs) that sounded weird at the end of the day if you were to go to that party if you were to not go to that party somebody would have hated somebody would have been like oh look at this girl trying to fit in going to this party or if you decide not to go oh you're so boring you don't want to go to this party with us like this and this and that People are going to hate no matter what decision you make. So you may as well make the one that will make you the happiest. And at the end of the day, this this whole podcast, honestly, has had a theme of you only live once. (laughs) So you may as well live this life to the fullest. And stop caring about what other people think. Because at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I promise you. So you should just care about 
what yourself is thinking. How are you feeling? What am I doing that makes me happy? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to wear this? Do I really want to do this job? Nobody else cares. So make sure that you yourself are happy. Okay, last topic of the podcast is it is never too late to follow your dreams. This kind of ties in to what I've talked about earlier about like you're, we're so young, there's so much life to live, but differs because now I'm saying it's never too late to follow your dreams. So if you're 50 years old and you're listening to this and there's always something that you wanted to do, but you know, you had kids <laughs> and kids take a lot of time or you've never really had the time for yourself to do it or just never really made sense in the lifestyle that you're living to completely change careers or move or whatever it took to follow your dreams. It just didn't fit the lifestyle that was comfortable for you or is comfortable for you. I'm telling you now, it's not too late to follow that dream. Whatever it takes to get there, I'm sure it's not going to be easy. And if it's timely, I know it may not sound very appealing, but it's never too late. I don't want anyone to give up, especially if it's something that is one of your dreams. And this is something that I've learned by just observing. As a student here at Grand Canyon University, a lot of our professors are have lived a lot of life. We'll just say that. A lot of our professors have lived a lot of life. And what is amazing to me, what always blows my mind is how late in their life did they really like get going in their career and in their dreams and it's amazing to me because I had one professor who is mid to late 60s and he just started like his business like 10 years ago so when he was late 50s let's say Late 50s is when he started to chase his dreams. And now here he is living his best life, you know, living life to his fullest because he finally is doing what he wanted to do with his life. And that is so hard for a lot of people to understand. And don't get me wrong, like there's so many circumstances that prevent people from following their dreams. Um, Money is a huge one. I did not come from a very wealthy background. So believe me, I got you. I understand. And a lot of a lot of career paths and dreams, you gotta have some money to get there, you know? At least in the beginning. It's an investment for sure. I get it. Like family, that's another thing. You have kids now. You have a husband. You can't just up and leave all of that. So I'm just saying like, I understand there are a lot of circumstances as to why people put their dreams on the back burner or just to rest altogether. But if it's something that you really, really want to do, do it. Do it. Because I know as a daughter who has a dad who really wanted to do something career-wise but put us first, that your family will support you. If you have kids, they will support you. All of that, they will support you. Because 
the people who really care about you and really love you want you to be happy, want you to do what you want to do. And I think that's not stressed enough because people think that they have to put other people first. And that's not the case because if you have a dream, obviously there's something in you that's drawn to it. And if you believe in like everybody having a purpose and everything happening for a reason, I do. I believe everyone has a purpose and if you're not feeling fulfilled in what you're doing now and you have this dream at the back of your head, I don't know, man. I feel like that kind of kind of is a sign to maybe you know follow what you want to do. But also what do I know? I'm only 20. So all of this, all of this advice that I shared today is just advice that I had received and I was like, like, damn, I wish I knew that earlier. Or like, this is great advice. Like, I love what they meant by this and they really impacted me. So just feel like passing, you know, passing that on, passing it forward, paying it forward. And if any of this spoke to you, lovely. I love that. So happy. And if it didn't, I'm so sorry. More episodes coming. But yeah, you know, <laughs> that's just the great thing about life is it's really just trial and error. And a lot of the times you have to learn the hard way to learn. So just live. Like my therapist told me last week, live messy and then learn. So, honestly, I think I'm going to end the podcast like that. Live messy and then learn from it. If you're tuned in, still, I thank you because I talked a lot. That was a lot in this first episode. So, it's a little messy, you know, but I really appreciate you being here, listening in. If you have any feedback, go ahead and follow us on social media and shoot me a message. If it's a hate message, <laughs> please don't hate. Just kidding. Nobody cares, right, Crystal? Anyways, so now now my ADHD is kicking in. But thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. More episodes are to come, but I hope that you enjoyed this first one. And yeah, have a great rest of your day and have a great weekend. Bye.